The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Blihan Jr. And I'd like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable Channel 1519 in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV, channel 15.3, and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada and Wyoming and from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with a sign at the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon a landmark in Cali for 100 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hans Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience. Saints, wherever you are, in the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today, we celebrate Thanksgiving Day. Surely we have much to thank the Lord for and should take time every day to thank Him for His goodness and His love. Above all, we can thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for providing a way of salvation for our souls. 
To begin our music program, the church choir will sing the song, Let Everything Praise the Lord, led by choir director Emilia Hahn. We invite you to join in and sing along with our choir members by following the words on your screen. Make a joyful noise to God, the Father. Clap your hands, rejoice, and praise the Lord.
Up next is the church band to play their first number entitled, Thank You, Lord, led by yours truly. We cannot thank the Lord enough for all that He has done, doing, and going to do. Soloist today, Associate Pastor Seth Makanasana Sr., who has chosen to sing thanks to him. With Jesus as our daily guide, he comforts us when we feel alone, holds our hand through the storm, and just a mention of his name heals the wound and takes away any pain we carry. With Jesus in control of our lives, thanks to him, we'll, we'll never be the same. When I don't understand, He forgives me, and He holds my hand. 
through the storm just a mention of his name heals the wounds and takes the pain and i'll never be the same thanks to him thanks to him thanks to him i'll never be the same thanks to him to Him. When I feel all alone, He's my comfort, and His tender love keeps my soul. Just a mention of His name keeps a and takes the pain and I'll never be the same thanks to him thanks to him thanks to him I'll never be the same thanks to I don't understand he forgives me and he holds my hand through the storm just a mention of his name heals the wound and takes the pain and I'll never be the same thanks to him thanks to him thanks to him I'll never be the same thanks to
thanks to him I'll never be the same thanks to of the church choir will bring forth their second musical number entitled, I Want to Thank You, Jesus.
instrumental number four will be played by a flute ensemble made up of members of the flute section of the church band. They will play a beautiful rendition of the song, Give Thanks.
Associate Pastor Timothy and Emilia Hahn Sr. is our vocal duet who will sing Thank You, Lord. This uplifting song is dedicated to poor Nani Howell. May the Lord pour forth his bountiful blessings upon you and fill your days with much joy and happiness in the Lord. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for loving us right where we are. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, praise the Lord right where we are. Hallelujah. Gonna sing all about it, hallelujah. Gonna shout all about it, hallelujah. Can't live without it, praise God. Now I'm living in a new creation. Now I'm drinking at the well of salvation. Now there is no condemnation, praise God. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you. Lord, for loving us right where we are. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, praise the Lord right where we are. Hallelujah, gonna sing all about it. Hallelujah, gonna shout all about it. Hallelujah, can't live without it. Praise God. Now there is no condemnation, praise God. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name, now I'm drinking at the well of salvation. Now there is no condemnation, praise God. And praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California. These telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable Channel 1519 in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV Channel 15.3 and Comcast Channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 
in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Sunday, Sunday gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services held every daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Friday at 10 a.m. At Okamaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Wednesday evenings only at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by Neighbor Island Branch Churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneri Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, by Pastor Walter I. Tin Loy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Waasano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espero in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espero in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. What a joy it is for me to stand before this wonderful TV audience as I get ready to share another Spirit-inspired sermon with you. Before I do, however, I want to inform those of you who continue to send in your personal notes in praise of the choir, band, orchestra, instrumentalists, and vocalists that your special correspondences are always related to our telecast participants as well as to our entire congregation. It truly pleases us to know that the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast of the Apostolic Faith Church, which originates in Honolulu, Hawaii, is appreciated and enjoyed by so many of you. Now, won't you join me in the reading of God's Word and the message? I've entitled, Thank You, Lord. When I wake up in the morning, I thank the Lord that He has given me another day to live. And every morning thereafter, upon awakening, I can say, Thank You, Lord, that I can hear. Thank You, Lord, that I can see. Thank you, Lord, for my wonderful family. Thank you, Lord, for the daily food. Read in 1 Timothy 4, 4 to 5. For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Naked we came into this world. Naked we will exit. And finally, thank you, Lord, for salvation of our souls, the greatest gift that God has given us. Read in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
When we are born into this world, we have physical life, which lasts until we die. When we are born again, we receive eternal life through the new birth. It never ends. For when our bodies die at the end of our physical life, we who have been truly born of water and of the Spirit and walking in the light and enduring to the end will go to heaven to be with God and go living that eternal life, which we started here upon earth. Eternal life is more than quantity. It is quality also. It is the life of Christ in the believer. What is thanksgiving anyway? Is it just falling down upon our knees saying, thank you, Lord? In other words, of appreciation and praises to him for a job well done? Thanksgiving is an act of giving thanks, an expression of gratitude, especially to God. Thanksgiving Day is a national holiday set apart for giving thanks to God, and it is celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November. Is our giving thanks only a yearly ritual? It seems that Thanksgiving should be a daily ritual rather than a designated day. Listen to 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Therefore, the fourth Thursday of November should not be the only day set aside to give thanks. We should be thankful just for the birth of life. Just imagine if God woke up and filled our food cabinets only once a year. God breathed life into us, as you read in Genesis 2-7, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Yes, our God will supply all our needs through Christ Jesus, according to his riches in glory. There are many today who don't even give thanks to God for the material things that they have been provided for them. We must give God the glory for the homes we have and the automobiles we drive. Giving thanks in everything is a command of God. Thanksgiving has always been a day of special significance in America and many parts of the world. When the pilgrims observed the first Thanksgiving, they did so in the spirit of God. We read Psalms 92, verses 1 and 2. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praise unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. These men, who were devout and prompted by the word of God, pause to thank Almighty God, something that is lacking today in our homes, schools, businesses, and so forth. As you look back into history, we find there were many years when no Thanksgiving Day was observed. The pilgrims celebrated the first Thanksgiving Day in October 1621. From that time on, it was a regular custom to have one day a year set aside for a day of thanksgiving. However, many prefer to use thanksgiving as a day of gluttony and revelry, eating, drinking, and being merry, rather than a day of humbling themselves before God and thanking Him for many material and spiritual blessings that they know and enjoy. This Thanksgiving will find most of us in warm fellowship with friends and loved ones, gathered around a table filled with delectable dishes, 
With so much to eat, everyone will most likely end up much more stuffed than the turkey ever was. Vowing never to eat again. Yes, people have forgotten what Thanksgiving really means. Many think in terms of material blessings. For what value would material blessings be without the love of God, the love of family and of friends, or without the freedom to enjoy them? Many are saying to God, Thank you, Lord, but we no longer need you. We have everything. To the born-again believer who believe and know the truth, Thanksgiving is every day, not only one day out of the year. Many have been taught that Thanksgiving originated with the pilgrims of New England in 1621. The Bible tells us that the first annual national Thanksgiving Day on the record celebrated by any nation was in all probability that which was instituted in about 1491 BC by Moses for the children of Israel and observed by them 40 years later. Israel's national Thanksgiving Day was like ours in that it was observed at the close of harvest and its aim was to give thanks for the bounteous harvest. It was a time for feasting and offering gifts to God and it included giving alms to the poor. It was called Pentecost because it came just 50 days after the beginning of harvest. Where Pentecost means 50. It was also called the Feast of Weeks. We read in Leviticus 23, 15 to 16, and it shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that he bought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. Even unto the morrow after the seven Sabbaths shall he number 50 days, and he shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. Thus, we have a biblical picture of a Thanksgiving day, the kind that is pleasing in the sight of God because it signified both an expression of gratitude by acknowledging and confessing with gladness and praise the benefits and mercies which God bestowed upon the people and a giving of alms and offerings as a thanks offering for blessings received. God wanted the children of Israel to have a time of praise and thanksgiving at every special occasion. We read in Psalms 118.1, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Jesus taught the people to return thanks when he thanked God and broke the loaves and divided the fish to feed the multitude. He thanked God again when he instituted the Lord's Supper. The Apostle Paul emphasized the importance of giving thanks when he wrote in Philippians 4, 6, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. Many Christians bow their heads in restaurants and public places and give thanks for the food that has been placed before them. However, many are forgetting this custom. Everything we receive from God is good, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Even at Thanksgiving, only a few will pause to give thanks to God. We go on living from day to day, eating and drinking and making merry without any thoughts of gratitude. Let us hope and pray that as a nation, we will go on praising the Lord. Remember what King Solomon said in Proverbs 14:34: Righteousness exalted a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. We should all pause despite our problems and burdens or blessings to give thanks. Remembering that it is God who gives us wealth and not we ourselves. 
Reading Deuteronomy 8, 10, and 17 to 18. When thou hast eaten our food, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. And thou say in thine heart, my power and the might of mine hand had gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. The great economic and material prosperity we are enjoying today is a gift of God. We are the richest nation in the world. The material blessings are good, but the spiritual blessings are more rewarding. Did not Jesus say in Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Yes, seek the spiritual things first, and the material things will follow. There are many today who come during the night to seek spiritual blessings and witness the wonderful works of God during our divine healing services. They see devils cast out at the mere mention of the name Jesus. Asthmatics have been healed. Lumps in the breast have disappeared, and a host of other wonder-working miracles have occurred while the applicants were being prayed over upon building, anointed with oil in the name of Jesus. Many, after seeing the wonderful works of the Lord, marvel at the power of God and acknowledge that Jesus is the healer and the mighty physician who has never lost a case. And truly, God has always been manifest in the very person, Jesus Christ. After seeing these miracles, Many who only came for healing realized that they had to be born again, repent of their sins, and take on his name in water baptism. In the Apostolic Faith Church, we get some very explicit instructions regarding being born again. Listen to John 3, 5. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of water is to be baptized in water by immersion. In the name of Jesus Christ, according to Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. To be born of the Spirit is to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking in an unknown tongue, the only sign, according to the Bible, which confirms one has been filled with the Holy Ghost. Outside the name of Jesus, none can be saved. Acts 4, 12 states, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Did you know the Holy Ghost was given on a day of thanksgiving? What a great and wonderful thanksgiving day gift it was. Don't you agree? No wonder Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 9, 15, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Because thanksgiving is associated with harvest, it is a reminder to us of God's great and blessed promises. Genesis 8:22 states, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Thus, that first Thanksgiving day after the resurrection of our Lord, or the day of Pentecost, which was the first Thanksgiving day of the New Testament church, was the actual fulfillment of that great promise which had been given to Abraham. We read in Genesis 15:1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Here God had promised himself to Abraham, and the fulfillment of it would be in Abraham's children, both according to flesh and according to faith. 
Galatians 3, 7 tells us, Know ye therefore that they which are of the faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And those who believe and have been born again are also of Abraham's spiritual seed. Therefore, there are spiritual Israelites. David in his Psalms of Thanksgiving uttered these words in 1 Chronicles 16, 8 and 29. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Psalm 68, 19 tells us, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. He not only loads us with benefits, but reminds us daily not to forget those benefits. What are some of the benefits we have received from the Lord? They are the salvation of our souls, the promise of eternal life, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the healing of our bodies and souls, and other benefits too numerous to count. As the lyrics of a certain song go, count your many blessings. Name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Psalm 100 is known as a joyful psalm. Reading verses 1 to 3. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We make a joyful noise by clapping our hands during choruses when the congregation sings, because we are a spirited and lively church, singing praises unto him and shouting unto God with a voice of triumph. Therefore, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. The Lord wants to breathe upon every soul so that everyone can receive the Holy Ghost, which only he can give. And it is given to them that obey him. Reading Acts 2.39, For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And God is calling a people out of people to form his true church, of which he is still the head. God is long-suffering and not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Immorality and corruption are still the rule of many today. These are perilous times. And though many have the form of godliness, they deny the power thereof. In other words, many believe in God, but serve the gods of this world, such as money, lust, worldly amusement, and so forth, making them lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. In these days of uncertainty and confusion, to all who have received the gift of his Son, he also gives the gifts of peace, joy, power, courage, and hope. How can we understand and fully appreciate the abundance we enjoy? Is there some way to measure the gifts that God has given us? The initial things that come to mind are usually those that we can see, taste, and touch. That is the material things. <clears throat> These are easy to measure because we can assign a dollar value to them, each of them. But if our thanks stop there, how shallow they'd be. Indeed, the greater gifts are endowments and benefits which are difficult to measure because they are intangible. God gave us a gift, a blessing beyond our measure. In our behalf, he offered his son who paid for our sins at Calvary. Thanksgiving includes recognition of this very special debt that cannot be repaid. The word of God tells us that the very goodness of God should lead us to repentance. We should fall upon our knees and call upon his name. 
Thus we read in Philippians 2, 10 to 11, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Bowing of the knee has not come to pass yet, but it shall come to pass when Jesus Christ comes back to this earth to rule and reign. When we speak of thanksgiving, we come to the word generosity, one of the marks of a true born-again Christian. Some people think only of money, especially when the preacher speaks of generosity, and they tend to shy away from anything that is even remotely connected to this subject. But generosity includes more than making a liberal gift. What is generosity? It is the act of doing more than is expected of someone. When one does more, he has been very generous. Thus, to my viewers, I say, when you tithe, you do that which is expected of you. When you go beyond that, you may be called generous. Let us recollect some examples of generosity. Paul was a strict Pharisee who adhered to the law of Moses and cared for no one but himself and his narrow beliefs. After Jesus transformed Paul on that dusty road to Damascus, his life and heart were open to all men. He ministered to all classes of people. In one city, they stoned him and left him for dead. Later, he turned to minister to those very same people. That was indeed an act of generosity. Paul was so generous hearted that he would do anything necessary to win souls to Jesus. Like his master and savior, Jesus, he generously gave of himself to others. And about the Good Samaritan, do you remember the man who went to Jericho, then fell among thieves, was wounded and robbed? The Levite and the priest passed upon the road on the opposite side of the victim. But the Good Samaritan went straight to him, saved the life of the man, and took care of him. The Samaritan was supposed to be a man who despised the Jews, but he showed his generosity by his loving attitude towards this man. He put aside all hatred and prejudices, and generously gave of himself to the man who hated him. The Samaritan had the right spirit. Isn't just like Jesus? Today, a person can be calling for help and no one will respond. Jesus posed a question to a lawyer as you read in Luke 10, 36 to 37. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, he that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, go and do thou likewise. I say amen to that. And speaking about prejudice, there was no narrowness in Jesus. He looked with love upon Jew and Gentile, rich and poor, bond and free. He saw their needs and responded to them. He gave himself generously to everyone. Jesus would stop to help any man who might have been in need, no matter what his country or creed. Let a sinful woman cry out. While others may stone her, Jesus would lift her up and help her to lead a better life by instructing her, go and sin no more. Thus, viewers, if you want to follow him, you must bear the marks of generosity. Jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive. Here is an important question for each of you. To whom are we to be generous? Sometimes we are tremendously ungenerous to the ones we love the most. Remember, charity begins at home. Why ought we to be generous? The answer is because God has given, has been generous to us. He has opened the windows of heaven and poured out his blessings upon us and our loved ones. Thus, TV viewers, why not make your Thanksgiving 
Complete by accepting Jesus as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord. We should make this Thanksgiving Day a day to remember by kneeling and giving humble and sincere thanks from the heart to God for all the bountiful blessings He has poured upon us. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the Church, and review these telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Blay Han Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. Our church band will now close the program with this uplifting song titled, Count Your Blessings.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.